Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another edition of Deportes Nation podcast. I'm Alex Parra. It's always a pleasure to be part of Deportes Nation. And these ongoing podcasts, sports and more, Deportes y Más. The Más actually is politics, is culture, is society, is all kinds of things that I hope you want to listen to, you want to talk about and being part of the Portas Nation. Another very important part of the Portas Nation is our co-host, Miss Ashley Rodriguez. Ashley, good day, how are you? Hi, Alex. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Portas Nation. We're so excited to have you on with us today. Alex, my gosh, 2020 has been a crazy year. I can't believe that it's finally coming into a close. It almost seems like a big nightmare, but a lot of craziness has happened. And well, I mean, I'm curious as to what 2021 is going to bring. That's for sure. It's it's been an amazing fundamentally I, I and I mentioned this as as we did our prep for the show uh, we actually do prepare ladies and gentlemen believe it or not um, the show was was how I think fundamentally Ashley 2020 has uh, changed our our world and, and and I don't mean only hey be more aware of your health that's that's I think an obvious one and 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 we're going to get into the world of sports soon but culturally socially we're more aware of certain things it, it in the united states it happened to hit ashley that it was also a presidential election year so i think that really ramped up our emotions it ramped up our psyche in in who we are and what we think about in many ways events like this uh, and i certainly can't compare this to a world war i didn't live it i don't know what that's like and we're grateful to all those that have served in wars but i mean culturally socially uh, an event like this that that affects all of us and puts doubt in our normal lives actually can be transformational, can be life changing, and 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 not necessarily for the bad, but also for the good. I'm 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 optimistic, Ashley, that as tough as this year has been, getting through it, surviving it, hopefully will make us better. I completely agree, and it it's definitely been difficult, you know. We have seen families, you know, not be able to celebrate holidays or birthdays or, you know, just go about your normal routine as you would in years past, you know, because of the virus. And then it's also changed the way that we, you know, come together and view sports collectively, you know, as as broadcasters and, you know, the way that we um, participate um, and cheering on our favorite teams also, again, the election, you know, that, that that's a perfect, even the way that we voted this year, everything has been very, very different. It has been a monumental year. And like you said, Alex, it's very eye-opening. There's a lot of things that have come to light. There's a lot of things that, you know, such as political movements, social justice movements, um, right. you know, social media um, just so much has changed just within these 12 months. And, you know, it really, as eye-opening as it is, there's a lot of positive in it. And then there's a lot of things that, you know, bring awareness as to what we can do differently in, in the future, such as, you know, what what we can do to better our health, to strengthen our immune system, to be more careful. Um, and also, you know, how, how we go about our daily routines, um, you know, just just everything, Alex. And I mean, there's so much sure. into oh, it, but it's everything. Yeah. Well, well, let me give you let me give you one, ladies and gentlemen, that we live here at the Portas Nation. Before 
the COVID, I would walk up to Ashley, give her two or three kisses. She would cringe and say, why does that man <laughs> have to have to say hello to me that way? And I would always respond, it's not harassment, it's the Latino way, right? Us Latinos, it's, Latin. yes, it's, it's, we're it's, Latino. it's the Latino thing. Okay, you know what? I think the Latino thing, Ashley, is, is going to disappear. Who in the right mind these days is going to accept a kiss other than maybe from our close friends, sorry, our close family and maybe some friends, is going to accept the hug and the kiss and the either one cheek or the double cheek as the Europeans do it. Those are the kind of things that I think are going to change and no one's going to be offended by that. When you see someone, I remember the early days of, of COVID this year in March, I was actually traveling uh, in, in, in Los Angeles and we were used to meeting new people and shaking hands and even hugging people. Little by little, I found myself, I couldn't do that anymore. I'd get close to people and they'd, they'd kind of literally just, you know, uh, uh, walk away or, or, or get away from me. Uh, that happens to me normally anyway. Uh, but, 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 <laughs> but, but now people have a good excuse not to get near Uncle Alex. And uh, do, you, do you know what I'm saying, Ashley? I think that's changed. It's going to be okay to say no, to say, look, hey, nice to meet you. How are you? And just kind of wave at you from the distance. You know, the other day, I didn't know whether... I, I was in my um, local country club, Alex, and I didn't know whether to shake someone's hand when right. I met them or just kind of, you know, give them like the air five, like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, you know, from afar. And there's some people who don't mind. They will put their hand out. So I, I personally just kind of let them lead. Now, regardless, and again, I don't know if this is rude or, or not, but I have gotten into the habit of just having that Germex, that, that hand sanitizer right. right on hand. And regardless of what I touch, I mean, I go to the store, I'm wearing my mask, I'm, I'm being safe. And as soon as I get into the car, I sanitize, I, I, I clean my hands, um, my steering wheel, whatever it is that I touch, I go home, you know, I'm just, I'm being safe. And I know that a lot of people at this point in time, knowing a little bit more about the virus, regardless, they may or may not do the same thing to, you know, um, stay safe. But for me personally, even before COVID, um, I, I will have to say this, Alex, even before COVID, um, it was popular for me to wash my hands. I know that that may sound shocking to some people because just with with the hand sanitizer and, and the soap just flying off the shelves when this first uh, sure. hit the market, yeah. you know, the pandemic, um, for me, it was just that I have it now even more so I'm more aware of what I touch and, and you know, not to touch my face or, you know, just kind of keep my distance and, and whatnot. So, Definitely a lot has changed. And yeah, it, it, it's not, it's going to definitely change the way that we make things personable too. We, we as Latinos, we go in, we shake hands and, or sometimes we go in for the side cheek kiss. And, I, I hug, um, I hug, I, I hug and I kiss and I give pinches and that's where I get in trouble. <laughs> you get a little jab there, Alex. Uh, you know, you know, Ashley, you know, I, I don't mean to be an old uh, man, but I guess I am. And and it, you, 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 I really am careful now, even when taking pictures with people, and you, you've done this. I mean, people love taking a picture with Ashley. Who wouldn't, right? And, and, and I'm sure in the past you had people put their arm around you and, and, and physically touch you. I, I make it a point now, and, and this was before COVID. Certainly uh, with, with the Me Too movement, uh, Ashley, you have to be very careful and respectful. And, and I think that's part of, again, the changes that we're going through. 
No, absolutely. Look, there's, there, I feel like every single year we become more and more aware of people's boundaries. And now with the virus, I feel like people won't take it so bad. I think most of, most of the people that I've come into contact with, which is very, very little, of course, given the pandemic, um, they are very respectful of my boundaries. They're very respect, and I'm very respectful of theirs as well, you know, and, and, and more so because, you know, we could be safe, you and I, Alex, but we don't know if that person has been safe or that person can go home and, sure. and be surrounded by, by their family and in turn, you know, it, it's just, it's a domino effect. You know, if you're not careful, you knock one down and it trickles down all the way. So it really is just about awareness and being safe. Um, now, but now, yeah, yeah. It, it's just one of those things. Now, Ashley, the debate this year was also, look, I, I have a choice here in my life. I don't subscribe to the idea that, that this uh, pandemic is affecting me and my family members. My choice is to not wear a mask. My choice is not to worry about these things and go on and live my life. And, and this is where we, 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 we appreciate the civil liberties that we have in this country. We appreciate the freedom that we have. We appreciate the people that have fought to give us that freedom and even argue about the freedoms that we have. But, but we also have to give people the freedom should they choose not to respect that. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm saying, look, they're going to take on their life the way they want to take it on. It's the debate, um, Ashley, about driving, sorry, drinking, uh, about smoking. Um, I choose, I know there's a potential danger. And the argument is, you know what, there's a potential danger when I walk outside my door every morning. Let me live my life. I don't want anyone regulating what I can or can't do. Politically, you saw the debate in many cities, states, and even at the national level, where it was, look, a shutdown occurred. We're not going to force that upon anyone else because also there's an economic consequence to it. So that's the other part of this argument. Beyond our personal health, how we and the choices we make affect others. Does that make sense? Right, of course. And look, and, and to kind of also mention the other side of that, Alex, just, you know, you kind of open the door on that. Let me just say this, because I, I've seen a lot of arguments on social media, of course. There's always arguments on social media. The other argument from people who don't like to wear masks, which again, I, I respect, you know, for me personally, the reason why I wear masks is because one, I don't have time to argue with, you know, a person that works at a grocery store, why I shouldn't, shouldn't wear a mask. That's just me personally. I'm just trying to get in there, get my groceries, get out. The other thing too, is that I'm being cautious and, and considerate of those that you know, don't have such a strong immune um, system like I do. I'm very blessed to, to be healthy and that may change one day. And I would want other people to be considerate of my health, you know, and in given circumstances, I know that some people say, hey, my, your health is not my responsibility. And right. in this case, I just think that, hey, it's, you know, again, my personal opinion, it's I'm just trying to be considerate. This is just how I'm trying to be a good citizen, a good neighbor, a good friend, a good family member. I'm just being considerate because I also have people in my household that um, don't have the same immune system that I do that I'm trying to be considerate of. Sure. Now, in the case of the people who don't want to wear masks, they say, hey, you know, I, I think that this will pass and we all have to get used to it. And I agree with that. I do think that this some way, somehow will pass just like every other virus that we've had in our society, in our world. Um, we learn to, to live with it and we 
build immunity by, you know, just being strong, staying healthy, eating, um, eating and uh, healthy and working out. And that's exactly what I'm doing on, on, as a personal, from a personal standpoint, I mean, I am doing things that are going to help build my immune system. So when we do get to that point, hopefully we, you know, I don't have to worry so much about, you know, wearing a mask or, you know, being caught as cautious as I am right now. Um, as far as, you know, that the social distancing, I'm, I'm saying that it's just more helpful to kind of get back to your normal routine. But those that don't want to wear a mask, they say, hey, and, and this is actually a very, you know, it's a valid argument. If the masks are working, you know, why do we have to continue to wear them? And if they're not working, again, why do we have to continue to wear them? So if they're working, because, and the argument comes from that the numbers of of COVID cases in each city are are going up and going down. Again, all this information, Alex, I'm even skeptical about it, to be completely honest, because there's some, some days where it goes up or it goes down and nothing is very it's accurate and then it's not accurate. You know what I mean? I'm skeptical about it, but regardless, that's exactly why I personally am taking the precautions that I need in order to stay safe and to keep those around me safe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, like you said, people are well within their rights to not do that. There is always consequences to whatever decisions you make. Sure, That's just life. And, you know, for me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable to take that chance, but kind of turning the the page here a little bit in the same chapter Alex I'm also not comfortable with with where uh with you know doing the vaccine I know that the covid-19 vaccine um has recently been available to to certain people I know uh frontline workers medical workers are some of the first people to take the vaccine and now it is available for me I again there's people who don't want to wear a mask and they say, Hey, I'm just going to take the vaccine and and be cool with it. For me, I, I'm actually one of those people that is very skeptical because this vaccine, I I don't know. I just feel that a vaccine should be tested a little longer than a year rather than just rushing it into the market. And I, and I just want to say for the record, I'm not anti-vax. I have vaccines, but I, for me personally, I'm just one of those people where I am a little bit skeptical. I'm not going to rush so, to go get a vaccine right. that hasn't been tested for more than a year. Right. Look, a couple of things there. Number one, uh, people have been asking me to wear my mask for years. So they say that I look better without it. My wife and kids say <laughs> the mask works for you. So I've been wearing the mask for years. Just just that's my uh, that's my personal life situation. Don't get old, you, ladies you and gentlemen. Stay, you stay in the Halloween edition all year round, <laughs> Absolutely. My... my uh, my uh, my disfraz, my costume is is always on, just in case, just in case. So that my life hasn't changed much in that regard. Ashley, you asked some very good questions though when it comes to the, I guess the trust we have in the drug manufacturers in our government as far as oh well we feel this is good for you go ahead and do it. I go back to my comment from a few minutes ago, Ashley. Do we not ask? Citizens have the right to say, no, I'm not going to do this. Let's let's see how it plays out. We've accepted now certain vaccines, the polio vaccine, for instance, measles, as something normal that 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 as our pediatricians, 
um, treat our children, we, we accept that as sure, let's go ahead and do it. I, I believe and forgive me and, and, and I should have the data in front of me. I believe there was some kind, I have two daughters, uh, um, who when they were younger were given a vaccine uh, and forgive me, this is, I sound like an old man, uh, related to uh, potential, I think, um, uh, cancer. A certain cancer, correct, right? Correct. I, and, and it was a choice kind of thing. But after we debated, we said, look, the data that the doctor has shown us says that this is the safest route to go. And, and, and I, I don't know if that will or will not uh, affect my daughter's health. But we, 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 we listen to the medical um, uh, experts. Does that make sense? Right, of course. And look, for me, again, I'm not anti-vax. I believe that it's wonderful in our day and age. When we look back in history, knowing what we know now, it's like us, of course, generations ahead, we think back and it's like, oh, if only they had this vaccine available or this antibiotic or if only they had Tylenol, you know? So I'm not anti-vax, but I can't help but to ask certain questions. And again, it, it almost kind of baffles me a little bit, Alex. It takes me back a little bit that certain people are not even willing to to ask the questions that need to be asked, like, hey, who created this vaccine? What lab created it? What's in it? How will it affect my body? What are the side effects? Side effects, effects. And, absolutely. You know, I already have this pre-existing condition. How will it, you know, um, counteract with that? Or how will it help? But you know what I mean? These are the questions that people should get in the habit of asking. And I've said this before, Alex, it's okay to question the system. It's okay because, look, again, I... I am skeptical of the information that I, that we've gotten with with the COVID numbers, the, the COVID cases, I mean, and, and the rising numbers and the decreasing numbers in certain areas, in certain counties, in certain countries. And then again, you know, now the media suddenly wants to push the government, wants to push out this this vaccine that hasn't even been tested, or I believe, as far as to our knowledge, has not been tested for a, a whole year, at least, yes, you know, ma'am. so he, he, here's my my biggest doubt, Ashley. And as I become older, uh, l- let me let me let me delicately put this in, in my context. Doctors are humans. So-called science is not perfect. If it were perfect, uh, then the, we wouldn't have some of the maladies that we have. My point is just because a doctor says, go ahead and do this. Um, it's, it's also part of a business. The medical industry is that. It's a business. And, and, and my take on it, Ashley, is that pharmaceutical companies, doctors, benefit financially from having people on certain medicines. And, and they take a chance to say, well, okay, here's the liability. The potential side effects are this and this and this, and we're not responsible would you ever, and, and, and Ashley, this is a question to me about the medical industry. Where other business, what other business do you show up to, have an appointment at 11, they don't get you in until 1230. They rush you through, they talk to you maybe a little bit, and then they say, okay, take this, take this, take this, and, and I'm out of here. Doctors consistently, uh, medical professionals, I know they're inundated. But, but Ashley, and, and, and I hope one day I don't regret these comments, they're not God. And, and what I mean by that is they're fallible. They can make mistakes. They're overworked at times. Do you ever go to even buy a car and say, well, okay, you tell me how much to pay and I'll go ahead and do it. 
it, it, it's an industry driven by business and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not questioning that, but let's give it its context as its context. And I think for this vaccine, I think of the business side as well. Can you imagine how much money is going to be made if every single human being on the planet at some point gets vaccinated for COVID? Whether they need it or not, there may be some people that don't need it. So I think it's an ongoing debate and the questioning of it, I think, is valid and important. Alex, one of the things that I'm seeing here is that one of the side effects, and this is really something that catches my attention and that it's not really pushed out for the public to see. Yesterday, a nurse had gotten the vaccine and minutes later, while she was doing a press conference, she fainted and doctors came to her help and and they were helping her. The other thing that I'm seeing is that the COVID-19 vaccine, some trials have reported brief facial paralysis and it's called Bell's palsy. I've heard of it. So some people have had it briefly and it went away and there's other people that have not other people have passed away so i'm telling you these are some of the things and i'm not trying to to bring fear i'm not trying to you know alarm anyone or anything again these are just the questions that should be asked hey this is this is a side effect they're now, saying that this is now, a side Ashley, effect and in some cases Why can't it, we- yeah it, forgive me and in some cases it could be perfectly fine and it could be beneficial and it could keep you from getting covid so so i certainly am not a medical expert but 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 I think questioning is good. No, absolutely. And look again. This is this is just based off of the information. If you, if you just, I mean, Google doesn't have a twenty dollars a month subscription fee. Alex, people can Google this themselves. They can go ahead and go again. Look, we can go on and on about you know the the side effects or what happens if you don't take it or what could happen if you do take it. The benefits and the pros and cons. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, all I'm saying is that I just I wouldn't want to be forced to take something without, you know, doing my research and just seeing like, hey, you know, it's been a year or two and I see that it's going well. And I'm like, okay, well, then maybe I'll consider it uh, depending on on my certain case, how how my immune system is going. If not, then, hey, you know, it's fine. But the, the point here, Alice, is that, you know, it's available. And if people want to take it it's well within their right i don't believe that it's forced i don't believe that it should be mandatory that people should have this well um and, and i believe that we this. as a society are strong yeah. enough to to you know move on from from something like this we've seen it in the past we've as as you know the history has yeah. it i'm gonna interrupt you ashley because i think this is a big question i'm gonna ask you do you think it should be free meaning Do you think any of us should have to pay for this? This is a global pandemic, correct? Meaning everything in our world has been affected by this. Politics, culture, sports, our health, everything's affected by it. Should we as as citizens of the United States have to pay one penny for this? Or should this be then the government and others subsidizing it? I, I, I haven't even gotten to those details. I don't know how much it's going to cost. But, but should it not be for the benefit of all of us be given free? You know, Alex, there I've seen little front, front yard signs. I'm going to call them front yard signs at Walgreens and at CVS where they say, 
a free flu shot, you know. I don't know if this is the COVID-19 vaccine is going to be categorized part of the, hey, free flu shot. You know, it's like, wait a second. Why is it free? What's in it? Like, why? Why? Nothing in this world is free, regardless nothing if is free. it's free I or agree. not. Nothing is free. And look, even if it was free, Alex, I wouldn't take it. And I'm pretty sure that if they're going to make something mandatory, which some people are saying they are, some other other people are saying it's not. It's unconstitutional to make something mandatory and put some and something in someone's body. Sure. Um, so, it, but let's just say hypothetically, if it was mandatory, I don't see why they would have, you know, someone pay for it. It's like, hey, I'm not choosing. I, I personally don't want to take this, and you're making me take for it. Oh, so now I have to pay for it. It's mandatory for me to have it. Um, I, I just don't that doesn't sit well with me. I don't believe that people, I, I think that to answer your question, I think that if someone wants to have access to this, uh, medical practice or this, uh, medical tool, I, you know, it should be part of, of what you pay for, you know, as far as insurance goes or, or, you know, your access to a, a medication or whatever, because essentially it can be seen as a medication preventative. Right. Um, I, I believe it just kind of goes along. It's in that group. It's in that category. Well, where if it was mandatory, then I would question, I'm like, Hey, regardless if it's free or not, then, you know, you shouldn't make something mandatory and expect people to, to buy it. You know, that's kind of saying like, well, that might be a bad analogy. I was going to say it, it's like saying that you have a car and you know, it's mandatory that you have one and you have to go out and spend thousands of dollars to get one. No, people who are able to afford it, who want a car, go and buy a car. It's not mandatory to have a car. There's other means of transportation around. Sure. In this scenario, hey, I'm I'm doing what I can to prevent getting sick. I'm taking my vitamins. I'm working out. I'm eating healthy. It should not be mandatory for me to take it. So why would you make it mandatory and then have me pay for it at the end of the day? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I that do. it should just be part of that group of, hey, if you want access to it, if you want it, pay for it. Of course, the payment, the cost is another question in itself. How much is it going to be? Who, you know, who's going to be, um, who's going to have access to this? Um, but yeah, I, I personally think that it's, you know, if it is free, that that brings, that's suspicious. Sure. I'm just going to say that's well, suspicious to me. Why would something be free? Yeah. Well, we have to manufacture it. It has to be produced. It has to be transported. So there is no free per se. And even if the government subsidized it, we pay taxes. So in a way, we are paying for 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 that vaccine so what do you think ladies and gentlemen would you today be in line to take the covid19 vaccine i know there's different factors i know it's family i know it's values i know it's like you said ashley preventing and being a good citizen to help others all of this plays into our minds so we're here on the portas nation this is our end of year um special if you will kind of recapping 2020 in very general terms and actually at the Portas nation we're about sports and more we've been talking a little bit about the more but back to sports the sports world changed in 2020 ashley all the leagues whether it's it's um the nfl major league baseball um the mls major league soccer um in the united states and i'm just naming a few of course uh, there are many others and throughout the world Everyone had to adapt to a calendar. Uh, I mentioned the MLS, Major League Soccer, because I was reading that league has lost over a billion dollars in revenue. The, the pandemic has certainly affected sports. 
uh, from a revenue point of view. And just the simple things, uh, Ashley, we have not been able to get back to a stadium and be with tens of thousands of people like we are used to doing. And, and do you think that's going to change forever, Ashley? Or do you think one day reasonably, and let's take an example that we know, the NFL, Houston, um, the Houston Texans Stadium will it once again have 78,000 screaming fans, or do you think those days are gone? Alex, I, I believe that we'll get back there. Again, just kind of going back to, to what I had previously said, the world has seen pandemics before. We have conquered, we have, you know, found ways. And and today with our science, with our technology, you know, our, our medical professions, you know, we're, we're well ahead of that time. We have the resources to find um, cures, thankfully. Thank God that we have all of this access where people hundreds of hundreds of years ago did not have this uh, uh, this technology or the science at hand, the medical science at hand uh, that we do today. But I think that we'll get there again. I think that we are more knowledgeable now as human beings, as a society, as to what we can do to prevent certain illnesses, uh, what we can do to prevent, you know, the spread of, you know, viruses now. And even with this, you know, I would hope that you know, and again, it might take a couple of years, Alex. It's not going to be a light switch that turns on and off. Like next year, 2021, there's 78,000 fans. No, I'm pretty right. sure that people are still going to be skeptical, at, you know, as to going out. There's people, again, with immune um, restrictions that are not capable and, or able, I should say, to, to be freely out in the world as it was before. And that's, you know, they are well within their right to take care of themselves and they should. Um, but I think that we will get back to that point, Alex. It may not be right away. It may take maybe one, two, three years, maybe. But I think it will be in the near future because, again, this vaccine has already hit the market this week. Medical professionals are already um, taking it. There are other people who are choosing different holistic and natural ways to stay safe. They're not going down this route. And that's perfectly I respect fine to that. you. I respect that. But I, you know, I think that we'll get back there. I, I do miss Alex hearing the screaming 78,000 fans at NRG though. That, that to me, and let me just say this from, from speaking from a personal standpoint, from someone who was on that field um, for several seasons, I think that it, it's such an energy booster for an athlete to listen to those fans. I mean, this is what what it's really all about. You have your fans that are cheering for you. You're part of this this team, and you know you're excited. You worked so hard to get to where you are. Even people who weren't, you know, cheerleaders or football players. I know that people within the organization, man, they were down there and they just took moments to sink it in. Alex, you, you've been to NRG before. You know what it's like. I you, have. you know, you're, you're with the Dynamos and uh, the Houston Dynamo, and you know what it's like to to listen to the crowd and it it. As broadcasters, we're like, oh, the, the, the crowd is screaming and we're yelling, oh, and, and you know, victory. And it's so exciting. It's it's honestly an adrenaline rush um, for, for people who, who live to be a part of this. So I hope and pray that we get back to that point. Oh, my gosh, dear God, please let it be back to, to how it used to be, because that's what sports is all about. I, I mean, we come together, we, we you know, we're, we're having fun, we're cheering on the team and Win or lose, hey, we, we wipe our tears and come back the next week and, and cheer them on again. I mean, I hope that we can get back to that point, Alex. I, I believe, uh, Ashley, fundamentally that 
several lessons will be learned from the sports business side. Number one, and, and I'm not so optimistic. I think sports have changed. Why? Look at look at movies, Ashley. Look at Disney. Um, look at the the movie theaters. Uh, big uh, uh, film um, producers are now weighing what is the benefit of spending all this money on marketing um, for it to go to theaters, the traditional movie theater, versus having it streamed and having it access potentially to even more people. We, we're used to, we're used to, that's the word I'm using, the term, we're used to going to the stadium. We're used to going to the movie theater. I believe this year is going to change the business model for live sports, for entertainment in general. And what I mean by that is that you're going to have now more options because we, we got used to, we adapted to being in our house. We adapted to being with, with our bubble. And, and I think it's not going to be one or two years. I think it's going to be a fundamental change as to how we consume. We were heading there anyway with technology. Ashley, look at all the gamers who literally can be um, uh, thousands of miles away and interacting with each other live. I know that's not a sport per se, and I am going to get beat up by that. There are esports e <laughs> leagues, esports leagues uh, that 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 thrive and are making money, and that's where a lot of the younger generation is going. You and I, and I, I thrive and I've lived, and there's nothing like being a, a commentator uh, for a game and, and listening to a crowd. I've been blessed to be at at, at OU Texas, uh, uh, the Red River rivalry. And, and, and half the stadium rooting for Texas, half the stadium rooting for Oklahoma. And, and you can feel literally every play. There is nothing like that. But I think there's a new generation coming from COVID that's going to say, you know what, that's cool and everything, but I can replicate that with technology. I can replicate that with artificial intelligence. I can replicate that and I don't need that. So I, I think this is the beginning of a change. And if, if, if leagues aren't ready for it, Ashley, uh, they're going to fall behind. Alex, I think that you said something so key here, and I think I'm going to bounce off of what you just said. It's very key. You said it's it it leads into a chain. You know, it's a chain. This goes beyond. There is nothing, and I and I, I feel so bad for future generations or even younger generations than myself that you know are trying to replicate something that is so oh my gosh like i i can't even put into words alex being on a field or even being a a, a sports commentator you could literally feel the stadium yes. shake yes you feel the air vibrating because the crowd is just it my is. gosh it's, amazing it, it's a physical it's a physical um a reaction yes i've lived it yes yes it's it, it, Alex, we feed off of it. It's amazing. We we love it. We love it. But there there is no replicating that. No matter how hard you try, no matter how good the graphics come out in the games <laughs> or the AI, there is no replicating that. You can't. And and this I guess we can kind of, you know, talk a little bit about how this also affects the upbringing and future generations. The communication is not going to be the same anymore. We're not going to be as personable. We're not going to know what it's like to, to be, or, or they aren't going to know what it's like to be in a stadium full of 78,000 people screaming and cheering. It's going to be Probably honestly not. crazy to them. Probably not. I agree. And it's just, it's so sad to me because 
technology when it first you know when social media first really started alex it it was supposed the purpose of it was to connect people that weren't able you know you have more access to connect with people now i feel like it drives us further apart because everyone and their mom has access to a smartphone or a computer for the majority of of people that I know they, and they by, have and, access. and by the way hello to our mothers who are our fans here in the Portis <laughs> Nation by the way so, hi mom, mom I love you we love you moms okay please continue I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we um yeah it, it, it's crazy to me Alex because they're not going to have access to that and then what is our society going to be like up then we're look Alex I'm going to be an old lady and I'm going to try to talk to a, a younger person, and they're gonna be like, "Okay." And when you're your- when you're an old lady, I'll be dead. So yes, I'll be <laughs> I'll be watching from hopefully from above. Who knows? Oh yes, hopefully from above, Alex. No, I know you will. I know I know you have a special house in heaven, Alex. Thank you. Listen. They they have um, they're going to come up to me and they're going to be like, hey, can I text you instead? Or they're just going <laughs> to lift up their phone and be like, right. what? I, sorry, I don't understand. Or they have their headphones. And let, let me tell you, I've seen kids where I try talking to them. I I go to schools and I talk to to the youth and um, you know whoever. Goodness, I don't even know why they want me to come in and be a guest speaker. Bless bless the teachers' hearts. You want me to do that? I try my best. <laughs> but some of the students are there with headphones and earphones and i asked the teacher and i'm like hey are it are you cool with them doing that because i know when i was in school they didn't allow me to do that i couldn't even have my phone vibrate in my backpack because the teacher would be like give it up actually like, actually we didn't we didn't have phones when i was in school but that's a whole other story but please continue <laughs> <laughs> And I asked her, I was like, hey, are you okay? She's like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's her free time. I'm sorry. I didn't even have free time. I'm like, wow, this is great. Um, yeah, no, everything has changed, Alex. And I promise you, this this is kind of worrisome. And, and I know that maybe I'm paranoid. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I'm not. I really don't think that I am at this point. Because our communication is no longer going to be the same people and it's and it's beyond the pandemic. We're not going to know what human interaction, true and real human interaction, is like anymore. Alex, really quick, I know that I'm rambling on, and I don't want to. You're take rambling. The mic away You're rambling, you. Ashley. Ratings are dropping. Stop rambling. <laughs> no, please, please continue. If you know who Elon Musk is, he is the um, CEO and founder of Tesla. Right. PayPal. I mean, he's a great inventor. He really is ahead of his time. Truly. He recently came out on another podcast, which, by the way, I think that we should try our very best to have Elon Musk uh, be a guest here on the Portis Nation, Alex. If, I think he, if he's listening, he's got an invitation, and we'll, we'll make it happen. By the way, he's moving uh, to uh, to the uh, he's already to Texas. here. Yeah, so he's he's a Texan now, like like we are. He's a Texan, and and look, I know that he is very like open to. Um, to doing interviews and stuff like that. I, he's so down to earth. Well, from from what I have seen in interviews and stuff, I love it. That's why I would love to have him on and pick his brain. But he recently came out in an interview talking about how AI is very much advanced and how there's going to be a point in time in, in, in the world where literally everything is just done by robots. And I find that as... As amazing as that is to for us as a society to get to the point in technology because 
it is amazing. You know, the, the great minds of, of our world are coming together to create this amazing technology that helps us benefit, you know, benefit us in, in de- different ways. Um, I also think it's sad because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it, it, we kind of lose humanity a little bit, Alex. I don't sure. know if I'm, I'm sure. going too much off the deep end by saying that. What do you think? Cause I, I think like, it's just so sad that it's like, I would love to, especially as a Latino, I, w- I would love to hug you and, and kiss you as, as I greet you, you know, or, or say goodbye or, you know, Hey, like, let's have a conversation. I love doing this. That's why I love doing the podcast, you know, cause it's like, we have these open conversations. I'm not texting you about this stuff, Alex. No, no. one cares about our text messages. <laughs> it, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's so sad to me because we're going to lose that. It's such, such a sports losing what it's like to be in an arena to the point to where it's like, Hey, you don't even know how to interact with another human being. It's it's look, it's, it's the evolution of, 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 of us as mankind, as humans, Ashley. And some of this is enhancing who we are as humans. Uh, some technology has made our lives easier and, and, and in some ways has let us have a, a longer lifespan, for instance. Uh, I, I, my earlier comments about medicine weren't to tear down all of medicine, just the opposite. We, we have and do live longer and more productive lives because of medicine. So, so my point is, I guess, to answer your question, to give you my take on it, it's got to be a balance. It has to be us finding what enhances and makes us more human, better humans, but also uh, not shying away from 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 development, from growth, from change, from evolution. Which I think, at the end of the day, we do uh, from generation to generation, and 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 we we have to pass that on. I don't want to become a a society where we are isolated within our cubicles, and that's how we lead lives. We we I believe fundamentally we do need to be aware. Of, of interaction with others. Now, one thing that has changed quickly, Ashley, because we, we've got to wrap up is, for instance, it, it used to be good for people to say, look, go out and get, go out and play in the, in the sun, in the fresh air. There's nothing like exercise. But the downside of that has been that we haven't really protected ourselves from the sun. You look at people that are aging and getting old and, and, and you ask yourselves why. And partly it's because the, the, the UV rays. My point in bringing that up is there's got to be a balance there. It's great to get some sun and fresh air, but not to the point or the detriment of your person. So does that make sense? I think the balance is what hopefully will, will keep us thriving as 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 a, as a human race. So actually, we've got to go. But but as we wrap up the year 2020, let's let's look on the bright side, if you will. What are you looking forward in 2021? Alex, the first thing I'm looking forward to is just doing another podcast with you, continuing, um, you know, doing our thing here on the Borthus Nation. Which I want to take a moment and and just thank everyone for for riding it out with us this 2020. Sure, yeah. I know it's been a crazy year. I hope that we have brought some sort of entertainment and joy to your lives and, and added a little bit of extra uh, sparkle, if you will, um, to, to your year. And we are just so thankful for everyone tuning in. We're so thankful for your support, your comments. We see them. Uh, we can't do this without you, ladies and gentlemen. I am so utterly grateful to you and to my wonderful co-host, Alex Barra. He works works so hard for us behind the scenes and our producers and our team. We are just so extremely thankful. So thank you. Thank you so much. Really, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. And also talking more about sports and, and, and just things that matter 
um, next year, Alex. I, I think that that is important to keep the door open, keep these conversations coming. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to making it to 2021 and, and continuing this this journey. And, and Ashley, I, I echo your comments. Without the you, ladies and gentlemen, that have taken the time to watch us, to listen to us as we're doing here as we wrap up 2020 this wouldn't be possible uh fundamentally we are lucky and we're blessed to be able to do this and and we hope that in 2021 the concept of the portes nation will continue growing and thriving i think it's something unique ashley i think it's something that uh isn't out there and the represent representation of of who we are not only as latinos but 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 who we are as people i think is is important so without a doubt it's 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 all up to you ladies and gentlemen and watch us that listen to us and we want to number one wish you a, a a very merry christmas happy uh new year as we wrap up 2020 and and let's stay strong let's stay optimistic and let's let's take on 2021. Ashley, we've got to go, but um, it, it, how can people continue to follow us, please? Yes, everyone, please make sure to follow us um, at Deportes Nation, arroba Deportes Nation. You can follow us on all social media platforms, even here on YouTube. Uh, please like and subscribe, follow. Send us your comments. We're super, super thankful for you guys for engaging with us. And then also you can follow us on our personal social media accounts. You can follow El Tio Alex, arroba, at Alex R. Parra. And then you can follow me at or arroba Ashley Rodriguez official. So please make sure to follow us. Send us your your comments, your thoughts. What do you want to listen to in in uh, 2021? You know what what comments, what stories. You know we're we're so open to to you guys and your suggestions. So yes, please send us your your love, your comments. We're ready for it. Thank you again. And um, yeah, Alex. I, I mean that that's really it. I'm, I'm just so thankful and. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to to it as well. Ashley, from, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for a great start to the Portes Nation. I know it's something that is we, we're passionate about, and, and, and little by little, and I see it every day, it's growing and, and, and succeeding. So I can't thank you enough. You're a huge part of this. So thank you for all the work and time and effort that you put into this. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Portes Nation. We really appreciate it. Thank you also to our production staff who helped us so much in putting this together. Um, we're here. We're, we're growing. We're, we're glowing, if you will, and we'll continue into 2021. So on behalf of all of us, on behalf of Ashley Rodriguez, I'm Alex Parra. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And thank you for being a part of the Portes Nation. <laughs>